In episode 41, we chat with Emmanuel Ogbede. Manny, as we lovingly know him, has always been there to help people. He has the best advice whenever you have something to ask about. And he posts many interesting articles for us to read in our WhatsApp group. He's originally from Nigeria and he has lived in the UK and Canada before coming to the US for his MBA. He interned at Amazon Lab 126 and to get to know him better, let's get into our conversation with Manny. So hello everyone, this is episode 41 of Personalities at Carry and we have with us Emmanuel Ogbaide. Yeah, is that right? pretty much. Pretty much, okay, alright. <laughs> Can you give us a little bit of your background? Uh, where you come from, what brought you to WP Carry, and what were you doing before the, coming to the school? Oh, that's a, <laughs> that's a loaded question there. So, so basically, I, I guess my background in this case, um, you know, talking about what I was doing before WP Carry was uh, maybe, you know, I spent some time in Canada. I spent about eight, nine years in Canada before uh, coming to WP Carry. Let me give you a little bit about my story. So I'm from Nigeria, right? I was born, uh, went to went up to undergrad in Nigeria. Then I was working for a company in an oil and gas community. Um, at the time, it was we had just you know oil and gas riots and issues. Uh, the community they thought that the government was exploiting them. They would take money from the oil company. So what they would do was they take people hostage who work for those companies. And unfortunately, I. I was taking hostage in one of those incidents, mm. and I narrowly escaped my life. So, after that incident, I moved to England. When I went to the UK, so I went and studied, uh, got a graduate degree in environmental process engineering. I wanted to work in the oil and gas sector. So, I could have worked in the UK, but the so Scotland is where they have uh, oil and gas in in the UK, but the winter there is very bad. Mm. So I had an opportunity to go to Canada, so that's how I went to Canada. Then worked in Canada, worked in consulting for a little bit. While I was working in Canada, I noticed that, you know, a lot of the people I was working with, uh, most of the engineers, just because they had an MBA, they would get easily promoted or make a leader of a team and all that stuff. So I felt like I needed that background. I was talking to one of my colleagues. His son actually came here the year before us to do this MBA. And he said, oh, there's this scholarship that they offer at ESU. Take a look at it. So I took a look and interestingly, and you know, I thought it was interesting because it kind of aligned with what I wanted to do. So took a shot and that's how I came here. Nice. And since you've been here, how has your experience been? It's been good. Um, I, th- it's, I think this is probably one of the best decisions I've, I've made. Uh, I don't regret my decisions, but it's been challenging at the same time. There have been ups and downs. Um, they, I remember when I came here, there were times I wished I, I wasn't even here. I remember, so before I came here, there was a company called uh, 3M. You probably know 3M. They make uh, some of this nice stuff. Yeah, so exactly. They had just offered me a role as a regional uh, manager in Western Canada. And I was contemplating whether to accept that offer or not. Mm. But I decided against that offer and I took the MBA offer. And one of the first internships I applied to was 3 mm. They declined me for an internship. I could not believe it. You just offered me a regional manager role. Um, I remember one night I was just ruminating over there. I'm like, I'm going to go back home, you know. 
But later I found out that the reason I was declined was because they didn't sponsor. So there've been a few, you know, ups and downs, but it's been great. Okay. And anything in particular you want to highlight in terms of the, the curriculum that the school uses or the people that are around you, mm-hmm. career services, clubs, whatever? Uh, so I think the curriculum is great as sometimes it's difficult to... I think sometimes it's too specialized and I think the school is working on that to ensure that it's more of an executive program that's more focused on business rather than, uh, you know, getting all of these con skills and everything. Which I think it's partly good and it has its, you know, good advantages and disadvantages. But generally, I think the curriculum is balanced and, you know, having been through the program as, you know, because we're like an experiment, so I think it's great. So you're also the vice president of the BIMA club, is that right? I am not the vice president, okay, I'm the then. co-president. Oh, you're the co-president, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay. Uh, so you want to tell us something about that club so that people who are listening may want yeah, to Yeah, so BIMA, BIMA is, is something I... So I was I was the MBA, first year MBA with last section, so I got to work with the president. So I really enjoyed working there. So I wanted to contribute more. So they thought it was a good idea for me to apply to become the president. But at the same time, too, because of um, how diverse the work is there, you know, we have IM and, and leagues. <laughs> so so um, what I noticed was that, so I talked with the president and, I, and we, at the time, we decided that it made sense for us to have co-president. So currently, uh, Chenzi is my co-president for mm-hmm. BIMA. It's been great. We've been doing a lot of really cool stuff, uh, inviting people, you know, professionals to campus and presentations and that stuff. So. Okay. And when you joined, did you come with an idea of what concentration you were going to do? Or did you decide that on the go? So do you mean when I joined the MBA program? The MBA, yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. When I joined, when I applied to come for this program, I was interested in healthcare because I was thinking, you know, I can apply, you know, upgrade my skills in process improvement because those are the type of things I was working on before. But when I got here and I found out that the healthcare program wasn't, you know, up to what I expected. So, and after speaking to a few people, I realized that I could actually, because I'm really interested in processes, so I can you know, take supply chain and at the end of the day, still in the processes that I'm interested in. So I dropped, uh, that's how I dropped healthcare and went for supply chain and business analytics. Okay. And from the courses that you've taken so far, do you have a favorite course? Um, I wouldn't say one. I have some courses that I really have enjoyed mm-hmm. or I enjoyed taking. Um, number one was um, uh, decision modeling. Mm-hmm. That really helped me, especially for my internship. I didn't really know a lot about because most of the things I, I was doing as a consultant, I did those things manually with Excel. So having the decision modeling tool really helps me to to be able to do things easily and quickly. So that's one. Um, let me think. <laughs> I think the other one is um, managerial accounting. Mm. I liked managerial accounting because. You know, you took the class. Yes, it was a really good class. But it helps you to be able, you know, to understand some of the things that happen within the business and like concrete value. So mm-hmm. I think those two really stand they stand out too. Yeah, that's that's one of the core courses. So everybody has to <laughs> don't have a choice there. But it's a very good course, definitely. Yeah, it was good. Um, you know, because as a consultant, the way we worked or the way I worked was you manage all your resources. Mm-hmm. So. It wasn't like you had an HR. I mean, you had an HR woman in a few things, but 
when it came down to a lot of things, you manage most of those things. So being able to apply that knowledge for me was really good. Mm. And then how was your experience getting an internship last year? Oh, wow. <laughs> that was a very difficult period. Um, I remember applying to internships I, like every other person, whether international or domestic. It was, initially, it was difficult. Uh, so I think the first few, I wasn't getting interviews initially. I thought maybe I wasn't doing something right, so I went to review my resume and those type of stuff. So when the interviews started coming in, you know, I would, you know, you go through some of these interviews, you think, you know, I've done very well, but the results come back and they turn out not to be very good. So initially it was very hard. I remember after the Christmas holiday, you know, I'd done a few interviews, but I'd not gotten any offers. So by January, so I made up my mind during the break that I was just going to enjoy the process. So I wasn't really stressed about it anymore. So when it came time for some of the other offers, so I went through the process and I just enjoyed the process. And it turned out that most of those interviews turned, they turned out to be very good. So it was more like a cycle. There was a time there was nothing coming. And then all of a sudden, all these offers started coming in and it became difficult to choose um, where to go. So... Mm-hmm. So you ended up taking an offer from Amazon. I want to say, you want to give us some of the background of uh, what you did over summer, maybe a particular role, your team, or what project you worked on. Yeah, so I ended up taking um, uh, Amazon Lab. I really wanted to go with IBM, but the location wasn't really where I wanted to go. I didn't want to go to South Carolina. <laughs> I've heard some really crazy stories about that area, so I just didn't think that would be the best place for me to go. That being said, I I think Amazon Lab was a very good experience for me. Uh, the, so the way it works for Amazon Lab, it's a little bit different from other people. So they match you directly with a team. So in my own case, I was matched with advanced manufacturing engineering. And my job was really uh, working. So, okay, let me break it down the way it works here. So in advanced manufacturing, basically what we do is we make products. So you take design specifications from the engineers, you take that to the contract manufacturer or the factory and build the product. So my job was really um, you know, working with the engineers to validate these processes, then managing the different engineers. I had about 18 engineers in my team. So I was helping with the capacity planning, uh, supplier, contract manufacturers, and performance improvement, those type of things. So, okay. So- Overall, it went very well for you. Over the it sounds like I'm a little tense. Is it the way you're looking at me? Or <laughs> I don't know. I know. I'm joking. But but overall, I think it was a great experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I really enjoyed working there. It's, it's a very good place to work. It can be a little bit difficult because you have a lot of type A people. And some people, I remember one time I was talking to a guy. I'm like, hey, um, you know, I'm trying to understand you know, some of the type of um, extracurricular activities and those type of things. I'm like, hey, do you watch soccer? You know, f- no, it wasn't even soccer, it was football. Mm-hmm. I expected an American to watch football and he says, oh, no, I don't watch those type of things. Like, you've, you meet some people who have very unique interests. So, mm. But other than that, they are very talented people and it's a very beautiful place to work. Okay. So coming back to like the school life. Yeah. When you came into your MBA, you might have had certain expectations out of the MBA. Did you find certain things that uh, kind of went beyond your expectations? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I think what really went beyond my expectation is it's how 
how nice people are. Mm-hmm. Um, if you live live outside of the U.S., the the picture that is painted about you know Americans and just the way people behave here. I'd be fortunate to live in you know live in Europe or live in Canada before here. I'm really impressed by how nice people are, mm-hmm. and I think it's a function of this campus and the culture and everything, and, and how they select people into the program. So I've been impressed by that. Um, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to ask you a few questions, it's just a little bit to get to know at a personal level, but don't don't worry too much, just whatever comes to I mean, your mind. <laughs> so, do you watch a lot of movies? I do not watch do a lot not. of movies, but I watch a lot of documentaries. Is that okay. classified as movies? I don't know. Uh, sure, why not? If, do you have a favorite documentary you want to recommend um, to people? You know, I I probably won't. Don't <laughs> okay, so I did enjoy, uh, so there was a documentary, I don't remember the exact title, it was about how, uh, I think the wolves became dogs. Is that right? Okay. Is it foxes or wolves or whatever? Okay, so hey. how they became so... So it's basically domestication of wolves. Exactly. Okay. So the story was that they lived in the wild before then, be- because they started having interactions with humans, mm-hmm. they found out that instead of going to hunt, they would uh, you know, depend on humans for the leftovers. And over some time, they built that bond, and that's how they became dogs. I don't know actually the story, uh, is but I enjoyed watching that. that. But what I enjoy most, um, I, I really lo- love learning about people, places, history. So I go to read about, you know, watch stuff about world wars and those type of things. I just generally I love learning. Okay. Do you watch TV shows at all? TV shows? Yeah. So like series or. Um, I'm not a know, big fan not of those fan. things. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Uh, what about. Uh, like reading books, you read a lot of books. I read, I read a lot of so, books. Okay. Yeah. Any favorite books? Any recommendations? Funny enough, the one I read recently, uh, which is, I mean, a lot of people recommended it to me, but I never really cared about it. Was the Five Languages of Love, something like that, and I really enjoyed that book because it, it made a lot of sense to me just looking at my experiences and relationships. So. so, what is it mainly about? So it's it's about really understanding the love language of people. So we all have different ways in which we express love, you mm-hmm. know, or what, maybe how we receive love. So if, you know, it talks about understanding your partner, understanding how they receive love. For example, if your partner loves uh, receiving gifts, mm-hmm. so you, you probably should learn how to, you know, meet those needs. So... Mm-hmm. It just helps you to to have a good relationship. Yeah, okay. I don't like gifts. I mean, you can give me <laughs> gifts, but I really don't enjoy those type of things. I enjoy other things. So, mm. you know, so understanding your partner and, and having a better relationship. It was a good book. Okay. In terms of uh, music, do you listen to certain <laughs> artists or any genre of music? I, I enjoy good music. Okay. Um most of the music I listen to, they're the ones I grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. So uh, when I was growing up, my aunt used, you know, she played a lot of country music. So I still enjoy a little bit of country music, um, old ones like Dolly Parton and those type mm-hmm. of things. But generally, with the type of culture that I grew up in, it's really um, R&B kind of music, um, gospel music. Mm-hmm. Uh, I grew up in the church. 
Uh, then I did a lot of, I sang in choir when I was little, those type of things. So I grew up doing that. So I still enjoy listening to gospel music. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Now, if uh, you had to meet a person in history that you would want to have coffee with or dinner with just to get to know them better, would, who would you choose? Anyone mm. who's living or dead, doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Uh, that's and, a very good question. And why? Yeah. I probably would, I would... <laughs> that's a very uh, difficult question because there are a lot of people but I probably would like to meet um, let's see Steve Jobs mm -hmm. uh, I I mean I haven't read his you know the books about him but you know there's so much you know information out there about how he wasn't a good manager and those type of things but I think these are people who who made a difference in the world um, not just in their own environment, you know, but, you know, mm. far-reaching impacts, you know. So, you know, fortunately, it's gone. Um, those are the type of, you know, I, I would I would have loved to talk to him and just see how his mind works, those type of things. Um, I love technology, so maybe that's my bias for mm. choosing him, yeah. Okay. And do you have any pet peeves? What does that mean? Uh, I am non-American. Okay, so, so pet peeves being down. something that annoys you about people. Oh. Uh, the way they oh, behave. Oh, I see, I see. Yeah. Definitely. Um, I, I don't like it when people are very dishonest. Mm -hmm. um, I don't like it when... I don't like people... You know, I shouldn't dislike people because of that, but those probably the behaviors. I don't like it when... People look down on other people just because they are of higher social or economic status. Um, those, but the, I think the biggest one is dishonesty. When when I see that people, you know, someone is dishonest or you know they can lie about anything, I just Hate don't that. feel safe yeah. around those type of people. So, mm -hmm. and it doesn't have to be about people. It could be just like some scratching noise of chalk against the board. Can also yeah, annoy yeah. You, so. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really, for me, that's really um, what turns me off. Um, okay. Generally, I like people. Yeah. <laughs> so what are your plans after graduation? Uh, any specific role you are looking for? Any company or a location within the U.S. or outside? Yeah, my, so my plans, I, I do want to get some experience here in the States, maybe three to five years. Then after that, I plan to maybe move back to Canada or move to Nigeria. I'm interested in politics. Uh, the the political system in Nigeria is not very great. It's mm -hmm. actually very bad just because you have very corrupt people in, this, in the system. So I do have a few friends who I went to school together with and they're interested in, in politics, hoping that they can change the system. So that's something I'm definitely interested in. Uh, so, but immediately after school, like you mentioned, I interned with Amazon Lab. I haven't received any formal offer yet from Amazon Lab, but the way they do their offer process is you be matched with the team, like I said. Then after your internship, they do a review. So you see that you fit or you're not. Mm -hmm. So I was fortunate that I fit the culture and I met the requirement sense of delivering my project. But the fortunate part of fit too, that's why I was to delaying it, is that um, they matched me with the wrong team. So right now the challenge is to find, to create a headcount that can absorb me. So, but while that is ongoing, I'm interviewing for other companies. Um, I'm close to a few offers, uh, but I haven't received anyone formally. So my interest is uh, tech. I'm interested in tech. I'm also interested in pharmaceutical. Mm -hmm. 
then I'm also interested in food companies. So. Okay. Um, and then you want to give some advice to the first years because they are going through a very rough time, like we did. So oh, that's. Do you have to give anything? Yes, you know that's a very good question, and I hope uh, there are first year people who would listen to this. Being an international, I was I I, I stressed myself a lot about, you know, when is that internship gonna come? When is that job offer gonna come? And and sometimes I just disconnected from classes, and you know, some people I've been in groups with, they probably realized that sometimes. Someone, someone wants to be like, oh, I know you're good, but you're not present. You know, you're not here. You know, so there were times I disconnected myself just because of what I was going through. You know, some of those challenges, and I didn't really apply myself to some classes, for example. So that definitely affected uh, the overall experience that I've had from the program. So what I'm trying to do now, going forward, is. You know, for the remaining part of the program is just enjoy it. So, so the biggest challenge I would say for me was worrying so much about you know internships. You know, the truth is, internships are going to come. Full time offers are going to come. My advice to the first year would be enjoy this, enjoy this experience. Two years is a long time. Enjoy it while you're here and and learn a lot and be the best you can be. You know, mm-hmm. so um, hopefully when once you're done. How would you like all your peers to remember you? I would want people to remember me as someone who would always say what they're thinking. And you know, growing up, I was raised that way. I'm I'm not the guy who's going to be try to be very diplomatic or very political. I'm not. I would say things the way I think they are supposed to be said, without trying to please any particular person or anything like that so i i want people to remember me for you know someone who would always express themselves you know the way they they think about a situation without trying to be biased or trying to please anyone you know because at the end of the day for me i think there's a a bigger i think i'm living for a, a bigger cause you know so i don't you know, sometimes I might step on the toes of people and I'm very open to, you know, apologize or something if I have people. Um, yeah, so I think that would be that would be one thing um, that I want people to remember me for. Okay. Uh, we kind of are coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, if, you, if you want to take two minutes to plug something, what's coming up in Dima in the next few months? Well, thank you. Yes. Yeah. This, this is definitely a good uh, opportunity. Uh, in the new year, we... We are looking at some site visits. Uh, we're also planning the tech trek. So right now we haven't confirmed where we're going, but we probably will go to San Francisco because most of our members are interested in big data analytics and you know IT-related type of uh, jobs. So we're going to use some of our connections. I worked in that area, so I know a few people there and some other people too. So I think we might go to San Francisco for our tech. So this will be during the spring. During the spring break. Okay. That's correct. All right. So look out for details on that. Look out for that. That's okay. everybody who can go should go. It's it's a very good experience, I think. All right. So that's kind of the end. Uh, how would you like people to get in touch with you? Uh, are you get on some social me? media? Oh, absolutely. On LinkedIn, um, Facebook. I'm not really big. I used to do a lot of Facebook, especially when I just 
got out of Nigeria, you know, because we didn't have like very stable internet. I mean, there was if you pay for it, right? So uh, when I, I used to do a lot of that, but I don't really do so much of that anymore. But LinkedIn would be the best. Okay. All right. So thank you again for being on this podcast. Well, thank you very much. You put a lot of pressure on me. The way <laughs> you were looking at me, I'm like, what's going on? Is this for real? Okay, no, no, I'm fine. Uh, I, was, I was a little stressed. I've just been traveling recently, but... All right, cool. Thank you, Manny, for all you do for us. We hope you have a great future. And I'm so sorry for calling you the Vice President of Bima, even though you're a co-president. To all those listening, thank you very much for your support. Once again... We are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc. And I will see you in the next one. Goodbye and peace.